0: 150th Episode of the All the Book Show recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library, where we talk book news, author news, and literary news. I think we're good. Uh, I think we're good. So, <laughs> okay. no, we're good. All right. We well, are good. I'm Nick Gunning. He's Nick Gunning. I'm Eric Mickle. <laughs> That's great. Sorry. <laughs> we got thrown off. We had some technical issues earlier. Uh, it wouldn't be all the books show 150 episodes in without some technical issues. That's true. Especially on my part. So we we thought about playing something from the beginning, the very first part cast, and I still had to take a second a second take. <laughs> even back then I was like, Thanks for the unidentified yeah. podcast. This is the show we are doing. Yeah. Oh god, you said your name wrong.
1: You were like, This is Tony Danza coming to yeah. you live. Yeah, it uh, was it was weird. Stage Fright, I guess. Yeah.
0: You weren't even it was, yeah. the director of the library yet. So I we wasn't, were really having no. a who's the boss yeah, that's true. situation that's, yeah. between you and I. Maybe. Absolutely. Obviously yeah. it was me because I do most of the cleaning.
1: Right. Huh. So, like a Tony Danza. Like a Tony Danza. Okay. Yeah. All right. I
0: assume you're Angela. Yeah. And I'm Tony i i don't know you don't think i don't know you think you think i'm angela i don't know yeah
1: i guess you could be no forget it no that's a tough falls apart that's a tough uh doesn't work yeah all right doesn't work well uh since this is our do you have this ready because i'm about to say 150 you gotta yeah say it again since this is our 150th Episode of uh, the old All the Books show here. Uh, we were just kind of looking back, and we've, we've been doing this for almost three years now. We, our first episode was in August of 2015. Wow! 150 episodes, never missed a week. And that's commitment. Yeah, that's serious commitment. Reporting
0: on days off. Yeah. Uh, nights. Yeah. After post surgeries. Until <laughs> right, I'm full of <laughs> surgical staples. Yeah. yeah we've uh, we've been
1: through some good times and some bad times and some staple folds. Yeah. I wish you were a Led Zeppelin fan as well. Me too.
0: But. C- there's a pretty good reference in there that you just didn't get. Anyway, it's okay. fine. Good yeah. times, bad times. I wish, I, you know, I've had a few. I see. Anyway. A-, a Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. A Led Zeppelin. That's perfect because... <laughs> that's what that reference
1: just felt Because like. we're right in the summer reading program and uh-huh. it's music-themed. Libraries rock. Hey, that's true. So we're doing all... Oh, we we're, should have been wearing them. We should have. No, we're I, doing all music theme programs uh, over the course of the month. We've got a lot of fun things going on, <laughs> uh, including the book clubs right now, which rolls right into my bookmark because oh, well, I that was fast. finished...
0: Yeah, give me some warning next time. I'm sorry.
1: No. I, I finished one of the, the books that we're reading for the Contemporary Classics Book Club. We alternate Contemporary Classics and uh, patron picks. This time, since we needed to match with a theme, we just picked it. Right. Uh, and that is High Fidelity by Nick Hornby. Uh, we discussed this a little last week. It's the first. That's the one you're talking about. I thought yeah, you were going to talk. Okay. The first of the uh, Nick Hornby books that I've read. Uh, and it, it won me over. So I'm definitely going to check out more of his stuff. I did more kind of fidelity. a deep dive to see like what other things he'd written. Because, of course, I know about a boy and Fever Pitch. Right. And I think, is it funny girl funny lady that just came out
0: i don't know okay no. well now i've got a whole <laughs> stack to
1: read because it i really enjoyed it i haven't seen the movie right but we are showing that on july 10th it here was at confirmed the by library.
0: friend of the library ben layman yes that nick hornby did do the uh wrote the script for the movie oh okay in education and education he let us know on twitter okay so he, he misspelled hornby so mm. i don't know if you can really yeah, take that, his uh no take a side you definitely there. don't want to take that to the bank yeah uh so let's
1: see let me check my list here go on uh high, high fidelity uh i finished camino island which we went to a little detail about last week so i the won't Grish. bore you with that again but that is john grisham and it got me back in the john grisham fan club you're back uh because as you recall the whistler uh-uh no uh rogue lawyer uh-uh no and there was another one that i didn't like too but i didn't like it so much that i can't even remember what it was so it's been a while, uh-huh. been a while oh, since boy. I've enjoyed a, yeah. a Grisham. Rooster Bar. I haven't read the Rooster Bar yet. Oh, okay, you so got that, that for it. me when I was full of Staples. Oh yeah. And I've just been so off Grisham. Yeah. But I found this. There was. So a, you
0: read the Grisham that wasn't a gift? You son it well, of a, no,
1: it's. Fine. I no no because I was I was listening on Overdrive, ah. and uh, they did Well, they had Rooster Bar, but there was so many holds on it, and yeah. so I, I decided to check out Camino Island first. Hey, Nick. Yeah, What's Overdrive? Oh, well, I'm so (laughs) glad you asked. Overdrive or the new Libby app, you can use either one, is a way to access the library's digital collections. So that includes audiobooks, uh, e-books, some videos, but they're so lame that it's scarcely worth mentioning. Okay. But um, yeah, I love the audiobooks that way. You can change the speed. So right. you can just speed it up just a, a skosh if you want to. Okay. Uh, which I did a little bit in Camino Island Quick here in the question. There. Yeah. The real question. What's Libby? <laughs> this oh, is really? Yeah, oh, okay. I have no well, idea what Libby is. Well, yes. So Overdrive has been the app that all the STLS libraries and libraries outside of our system also use right. Overdrive. That company is developing a new app called Libby. Okay. And right now they're both sort of working at the same time. Mm. Um, they pretty much do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I find Libby to be a little bit more user-friendly.
0: Right. But I haven't done it with an audiobook. <laughs> this is right like now. uh facebook's visual bookshelf yes. became goodreads right and they were both there at the same time exactly exactly i remember that yeah. I, I only switched over to goodreads because uh oh me too visual bookshelf was like we're closing yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh shoot yeah take all my stuff
1: <laughs> my wife found goodreads like years before i ever used it trendsetter that, yeah i was enjoying that but anyway yeah so you can use overdrive and you can use libby if right. you have never used either i would probably recommend just downloading libby because that's like where it's going. Okay. Um but yeah, it's pretty good. That's actually how I'm also uh, reading another book that I'll get to in a minute. But um yes, thumbs up for Camino Island. Uh and this is a good one if you're if you're not big into Grisham's like uh, legal fiction stuff mm-hmm. this is just a totally different kind of thing okay uh, he has several of those uh, playing Sorry. for pizza is one that i liked um <laughs> yeah. that's his baseball book no no i thought book it was his baseball no oh. calico joe calico joe is his face or his baseball book oh. which i haven't read Begrish. but playing for pizza is one heavy um, lore it's right. a yeah. He uh, the athlete basically gets kind of laughed out of the NFL, mm-hmm. so he's no options left, and so he goes to play for one of the Italian leagues and okay. ends up, you know, having a great experience. So that's that's sure. a good quick book. Uh, that's one my wife and I listened to actually, and she liked it as well. Mm. The last one that I finished is one that I need to talk to you about. I brought mm-hmm. it here because I kind of I don't I don't know if I think that you should read it or not okay. because it is a bit of a Jurassic Park. Uh, it wants it wants me to say that it was like Jurassic Park. Careful, man! It would love me to say that. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to. But the premise basically is uh, an island in China. They discovered like a nest of dinosaurs essentially right that that are what people have mistaken for like dragons over the years and so they construct this whole uh great zoo of china to um showcase these dragons okay and before it opens to the public they bring in some experts to come and tour the facility and (laughs) things things go a little caca all right so uh, they they name-dropped Jurassic Park a couple of times. They're like, I've mm-hmm. seen Jurassic Park. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. I'm sure they do. So
1: I spent a lot of the time thinking like, is this stupid or <laughs> is this fun? And my conclusion in the end was yes to both. It is stupid. It is stupid. It was fun. It was a very quick read. It's definitely nowhere near like the quality of Jurassic Park. Okay. But, yeah. you know, if yeah. you're in that zone and those mm-hmm. are the only two options you have, yeah you might find some enjoyment in the great okay. zoo of china
0: that so that was kind of like if uh somebody was like my favorite book is the bible and i was like cool have you ever read uh hunt for red october <laughs> so you, you think yeah there's that far apart <laughs> maybe not that far okay. apart okay all right uh maybe it's more like if you read hunt for red october and casino Royale. look yeah the comparisons anyway uh, no i'm not i'm just dangerous. saying yeah. i'm just saying i'll check it out i'll add yeah. it to my to- okay. list all right
1: well i've got it so yeah you, you can oh, you own it? You yeah, yeah, I picked it up. I picked it up because I was in a Jurassic hmm. Park mood, and I've read the, I've read the two books. Mm-hmm. I've even read some of the like the junior novelizations. Yeah. And this was on a table at Barnes and Noble, and I was like, all
0: right. Uh, Brad Thor hater of self publishing says <laughs> Riley is the king of hardcore action.
1: I know. You're lucky that I didn't see that it had a Brad Thor blurb on the front of it because <laughs> I probably wouldn't have picked it up. Because I know if I was going to write a blurb about Brad Thor, I would be like, eh. That, that would be the blurb. Yeah. Nick Gunning. Yeah. But I'm no Stephen King when it comes to book blurbs. Um, <laughs> I'm currently reading two more things. And actually, I'm utilizing Overdrive and Livy for both of these. Okay. Because that's how high tech I am. So
0: you're just audiobooks right now outside nope. of the, the Great Zoo of China. No, no, no. no, no. I
1: mean, okay. Uh, yeah. High Fidelity, I also just read. But Thousand oh, okay. uh, Dollar Tan Line is a Veronica Mars oh, novel. Oh, yes. Picks up where the Veronica Mars movie left oh, okay, off. Kim and Bell. it's narrated by Kristen Bell. So it's like you get your own little mini uh, Veronica Mars like Radio Hour. So I'm really digging that. Okay. So if you're a Veronica Mars fan, I mean, it's written by the creator. It feels, it feels just like it. Right. So if if you've seen the show, you've seen the movie. I mean, definitely see the movie first because it picks up the thread from there. Right. But it's uh it's very good. Okay. So far, I'm not quite finished, but she does. She's great reading it. And then I'm reading Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, which <laughs> Eric and I are doing this for our YA for Adults book club. Yeah, uh, we're leading the book club on that, which is July 24th. This is a thing we do every year, uh, to little or no success. Yeah. so if you want, yeah. I would say if you the... want to come and join us, yeah, I that think would be we can great.
0: Say in the past, no success. No, uh, we always have
1: a couple. We always yeah. have a couple people. Yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe if we did it more regularly, mm-hmm. you know.
1: But right now, it's just kind of a fun annual thing yeah. that we do. But I'm enjoying it so far. Have yeah. you picked this up?
0: Uh, I haven't started yet. Okay, but I guess my copy's here. Though there's not a lot of copies. There's limited copies. Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's why I'm using. I'm reading it on Overdrive. Yeah, right now on so, Libby actually.
0: Um. So what every uh, what we what we do with this? The idea is that we know yeah. you're out there yeah. reading young adult books yes. as adults. We know like the people who are checking out the young adult books here at this library yeah. it's it's i, I want would say it's 50/50 50, 50. Uh, Mo- you think it's more adults yeah, than i 50, think it's 50. like 70/30 right. adults so to we, teens checking out the library adults YA books. are reading way more uh, of the young adult oh, books yeah. and we're, the whole idea is that we're the book club is for adults to come and then yeah. talk about it but i think the problem we have is maybe they're i don't know if they feel embarrassed because yeah. they'll come to other book clubs, right. but they won't come to this one. We yeah. did uh, in the past. It was the girl and the gu- dying girl. Yeah, that was last year. Divergent. Yeah. Uh, what was one? Oh, Eleanor and Park. Yeah. And there was one that we mostly liked.
1: Cinder. We read Cinder. Cinder. Yeah, yeah. Cinder.
0: Yeah. Um, so we're 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 gonna keep doing this. Yeah, we are. You know, you yeah. know, one. You're it's out a killer there. Idea. You're out there. So, um, but yeah, Nick and Nora's Infinite. I've never seen the movie. I haven't Michael, seen it Sarah no. or. Uh, i probably
1: will i probably will after i watch or after i finish the book
0: did you watch the movie for me or on the dying girl no you hypocrite i
1: didn't like no. that did you like that uh the book yeah
0: not really but i think me Earl on the dying girl probably makes a better movie oh yeah i agree than a, i mean i'm assuming
1: it seems like it's it's better for a movie than than for a book but you know you never yeah. know uh i think that's it for me i haven't read any graphic novels or anything like that so i'm just currently yeah, haven't read any, any graphic novels no oh no? All of
0: mine are graphic novels. So. Oh, okay, well, that's
1: <laughs> good. It evens out. Sure. So yeah, Thousand Dollar Tan Line and Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, and we have all the ones I mentioned. Well, actually, I don't think we have Great Zoo of China, so maybe I'll donate that copy, and the then Great we'll Zoo have it. Great Zoo of China. But yeah. the rest of them we do have in our collection, yeah. so you can come and check them out. Yeah, we'll hook the you up.
0: Great Zoo of China. All right. Is there? I'm trying to get ready for action on a gigantic scale, and yeah. I think scale for the Great Zoo of China has double meanings. Oh. Like gigantic scales, right. You would find on a dragon. Yeah, I get it. Or a I get it.
1: Maybe. Do you think you'll read it? Maybe here's what I like. About <laughs> okay, it. they take it a little bit more seriously than you might expect. Yeah, you know they they come up with good explanations for like what's happening and why it's working. Right. So like that's a step that I appreciated. Mm-hmm. And then when you're writing a book like that with kind of mm-hmm. a goofy premise, you might just be like, yeah, there are dragons, but they, you know. Do you want to talk about your uh, the movie you saw, which I guess is yes. page to screen? Yes, it is a page to screen adaptation. It's it's called the the Catcher and the Spy. Which I watched last night. Starring everybody's favorite ragamuffin. Every man, uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yep. <laughs> yep. He didn't even shrink once, though. No, sense. He just stayed yeah. the same size the whole time.
0: Ant Man comes out this Friday. So, oh. Did you, did you think this was Marvel? I was like,
1: I want that ticket for that Paul Rudd movie. Yeah.
0: You thought this was. Then uh, he's playing baseball. Marvel he's a Studios. Spy. The catcher was a spy. Yeah. Yeah. Paul
1: Giamatti was there, so I assumed he was playing the Rhino.
0: You thought this was a Sony crossover with yeah, Marvel. Did. Well, yeah, because they I got did. Spider-Man. So, so
1: anyway, uh, if you're not familiar with this story, <laughs> and I certainly wasn't, even though right. I'm a history buff. Um, wow. This is the, this is the life toot. of...
0: <laughs> Sorry, I guess
1: that was your horn. You were tooting my horn? Yeah, it doesn't make any I, sense. Please don't. <laughs> Hold on. Please don't. <laughs> there it is. Uh, anyway, this is about the life of Mo Berg, who, who was uh, a baseball... He was a catcher and like a professional major league baseball player for years. And after that, just kind of dr- slowly drifted into being a spy. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was sent by the United States to possibly assassinate the scientist who was working on Germany's fusion uh, b- project. Okay. Uh, and that's, that's just it. I mean, you're following Paul Rudd's character sort of through his career as a baseball player huh? and kind of into the world of spyhood. So this is no. not funny. No, it's not. Oh. It's very it's Jeez, very Paul. dramatic. I know. Okay. I know. And like he he's you know, he's still that's just kind of his yeah, personality. So th- there's some, you know, there's some charm and some right. some funny parts, but actually some really solid like dramatic acting from him which I wasn't expecting. Hmm. So the movie was on the slow side. But it worked for the story. Right. So, and this is, of course, based on a true story, but they're, they're taking their cues from The Catcher Was a Spy, The Mysterious Life of Mo Berg, which is a biography written by Nicholas Dowdoff. So, um, I don't think we have that in our collection, actually, but we, were, we are going to be ordering it for the, uh, the new nonfiction collection, because it's okay. a fascinating story. There's a couple of books on, on this um, man all right so and his baseball card is the only baseball card that's on display at the cia so snap there's got to be something yeah (laughs) yeah but Uh, but the movie was pretty good and i actually i would like to yeah you're right (laughs) that's not even fair all right and he was just a catcher yeah no i'm (laughs) i don't want to pick a fight with any catchers right um (laughs) i don't know if you caught the the illusion in the title there the catcher was a spy uh Do, do you get it catcher in the rye yeah you got it first really? try first try that's not true good okay yeah Woo. anyway yeah i watched that i watched that over the weekend all right. and i enjoyed it all right. so we should get it for the collection okay i will <laughs> all right what about you what have you been reading Jeez, yeah, and no graphic novels, please. If you just keep it to uh, no, all right. We'll, we'll straight... start with the
0: first uh, non-Batman comic I read. Okay, it will be the easiest thing to do. I read this graphic novel called "Be Prepared." Oh, by the
1: story of Scar from the Lion King. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you need to be. Jeremy Irons is back.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess there's the coup of the century. It's coming,
1: so what? It's what? A shi-
0: I don't know. It's a shiny new era. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm th- I'm... <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is paging Whoopi Goldberg. Huh, for a second, I really she's thought she not, might show up. <laughs> Boy, yeah.
1: if I was able to work out a yeah. surprise cameo from Whoopi Goldberg for
0: episode 150, that would yeah. be great. Yeah.
1: There are no surprise cameos. I feel yeah. like I need to put that out there. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg's not here. Mm. Alexander McCall Smith is not here. Yeah. I don't think Joyce Carol Oates is here. Yeah. Who uh, else was
0: in? Uh, who else was in Sister Act? That would be kind oh, of like a big. Yeah, dad. yeah. That's
1: Maggie Smith, I guess. Oh, pretty good. Yeah, that would be pretty that would be good. Great. Yeah, that'd
0: yeah. Be, I almost feel like that'd be a bigger as a library. Yeah. Kind of, Book podcast. People might read Okay. More.
1: You would be more excited to meet Maggie Smith than Whoopi Goldberg. No, I
0: wouldn't. Yeah. I that's don't want right. that
1: You I, love that Theodore Rex thing. I, I was about forget. to say
0: I want to talk to her about Theodore Rex.
1: <laughs> she does not want to talk to you no, about that, I'm quite doesn't. sure. You know what Whoopi Goldberg movie I like because this is a thing we're doing? Yes. Yeah. Uh Sister Jump Jumpin' Jack Flash. I don't Jump know. Jump in Jack one. Flash. Oh really? I don't it's from that. the like very early eighties. It's the first movie that ever uses like internet communication as a plot point. She's like working at a bank and starts talking with a spy. Right, not played by Paul Rudd. Okay, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. great movie. That's all. all
0: right. Uh, I read "Be Prepared" <laughs> by, by Vera uh, Broskol. Okay, uh, she wrote, and I didn't realize this until I was done. She wrote Anya's Ghost, Ooh. and I should have known that because they're both dealing with um, uh, children growing up in a Russian family uh, post. You know, they're I think they're second generation. Um, so do
1: you think she's written every book that's about children growing up with a Russian family? No. Oh, okay. Just all right, they're both just, graphic all right. novels. Okay, they're both make young a joke. adult graphic novels. Okay.
0: Anyway. Um, so in this one, she's she was five when she left Russia, the girl in this. Okay. Book. Anyways, uh, it's about a girl that uh, she's slightly, their family's slightly poor. She doesn't get along uh, well with kids at school. She wants to go to summer camp. Her mom agrees, and they end up going to a uh, a Russian summer camp. Oh, uh, in america but she's she's in that age where she um where she's too old to hang out with the young kids mm. but she's too young for the teenagers to get along with her i've been she's there 10 been there that was yeah. me in
1: seventh grade i was like do i do the kids easter egg hunt i'm a junior high it's not cool uh-huh so what did you do i didn't do the easter egg hunt. Uh, all right. Yeah. You, i know yeah society yep
0: um anyways this I read this because we may, we marked it as young adult. And I wanted to see if it was young adult or if it should go down into the juvenile section. And it's it it is a young adult one. Oh, okay, uh, it deals with some uh, slightly older issues in terms of like sure. growing up and everything. But it it's sad. It, it I was like I would not suggest to my wife to read mm. this because she doesn't handle sad stuff. Big old softy. Uh, I can't I can't handle reading uh, summer camp. That that's the thing I realized. Summer camp is just a sad. It's where you can be. Even sadder than school, I I
1: never did any kind of camp thing.
0: You're looking at somebody who went to the same summer camp for six years, eight to 14.
1: Keep in touch with a lot of uh, the old summer camp crowd? No. okay.
0: But I loved it. Actually, uh, I think my first girlfriend went to the same summer camp, but we didn't know each other at the time. What was her name? uh, Oh, you're not going to. Anyway.
1: (laughs) You don't get a shout out today.
0: Sorry. Um, But yeah, I went to like the same uh, summer camp for six years and I loved it. Uh, Six years? That's pretty good. I only went like it was like a two week thing, uh, but yes, I it was like that two weeks was my favorite part of the summer. I would be so
1: afraid. I mean, I guess I, I think mm-hmm. I'm like an overprotective parent, but I, I'm always nervous about the first year. That kind yeah, it was
0: weird, but um, as it went on, and then I was like, oh yeah, I've been here forever. I'm part of this. You start recognizing some yeah. of the same counselors. <laughs> you start oh recognizing look the, the newbies. Same. Yeah, yeah. We're like, what's up, kids? Huh? Where are you going, kids? Yeah. Get out of here. Go find a canoe.
1: <laughs> Eating candy cigarettes. Oh hey yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, because we had the can the store, right? And you had some so much money for the store. You know
1: what I think is weird? What? How long they sold candy cigarettes to children? Yeah. And then suddenly they were just like candy yeah. sticks. Yeah. But when I was a kid, they looked like yeah. they were in like cigarette boxes. Yeah. Crazy.
0: Yeah. We I remember being in detention. Just uh, everything cost you candy cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> That's the currency in there. Yeah. That's yeah. a thing. I need a currency. number two pencil. Well, yeah. I need a candy cigarette. Yeah. You pass it along.
1: Yeah. So. They had little red tips. Do you remember that? Yeah. Look, I'm not trying to promote candy cigarettes yeah i'm saying it was insane yeah, yeah. for that to be a thing yeah they were here, oh here though. kids you want some candy crack yeah. i mean it's just it's a bad what isn't that uh it's a bad isn't
0: that um the powder Lick-a-maid. no a <laughs> what the, the my wife pixie stick pixie sticks all right isn't did you that turn that into a... borat for a minute there oh, yeah very nice uh anyways be prepared it's good uh it's it's <laughs> it's sad uh but i really liked it
1: be prepared for its sadness it sounds like yeah
0: um she ends up uh you know being okay and this
1: and this author writes all books about kids growing up oh my word
0: (laughs) so next i read a book called dark knight a true story where are you going no it's okay i'll vamp i read a dark knight a true story by paul dini baby this is a autobiographical uh graphic novel by Paul Dini, who worked on the Batman animated series, and Tiny Toons. Yeah, yeah. And I think Freakazoid. Oh, yeah. So, uh, basically, while he was working... Oh, you drank that right into the microphone. (laughs) Congratulations, Angelica Radio Station. It's been 150 episodes. Yeah, this is the sound of Nick quenching his thirst. Yeah. Uh, They don't want me to overheat. Yeah, so... (laughs) uh, What was I talking about? Dark Knight. So, while they were working on the movie... Oh, here it comes. (laughs) I'm glad you could hear that now. Yeah, yeah. put it on the equipment. <laughs> okay, you know what?
1: <laughs> Let uh, me just drink my water in peace. All right. Tell these people about Tiny Toons.
0: It's not about Tiny Toons. Okay. During the, the writing, while they were writing the script for Batman, The Mask of the Phantasm, which was the Batman animated movie. I
1: loved did. that movie. Yeah. I saw that in theaters. Yeah. My stepdad took me. Yeah. That's all.
0: Oh, well, that was a nice stepdad. We had a good time. Um, he got beat up. He was walking home. My stepdad? <laughs> Paul Dini was walking oh, home. Good. He got jumped. He got beat up. And uh, this is his story about like that and that recovery and how he was very uh, depressed uh, before and after and how it kind of changed his life. So it's like nonfiction.
1: Yeah, but is Batman in it?
0: Yeah, he's he's constantly like harassed by Batman villains in his head. Oh, I see. And uh, and Batman's there, kind of like telling him like you got to get over this, you got to move on with your life, you got to get back to work. Hmm. Uh, it's it's good. I mean, it's not a Batman story, right. but it shows you how important Batman can be to some people. Yeah. So I realized I was trying to come up with a name, a way to name one of my like my first son, so mm-hmm. it'd be ba- Bruce or Wayne. Um, my wife doesn't like either one. She yeah. doesn't like Bruce or Wayne.
1: Going back to my stepdad, his middle name is Wayne. Oh my and gosh. so when my brother Steve, uh-huh. frequent podcast guest, was yeah. born, I begged them to name him Bruce Wayne. Yeah. even though it was a family name, yeah. no dice. His name's All Steve. It's right. fine. Right.
0: But your your first real name is Timothy. Yeah. Like Tim Drake. Like Tim Drake. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So
1: no, my mom my mom's name's Robin. So yeah. yeah. You know, a yeah. lot of connections
0: there. Yeah, isn't your middle name <laughs> None Riddler? Of
1: their, it is. It's actually the Riddler. Yeah, Timothy so. the Riddler. Timothy gunning. the Riddler gunning. I don't yeah. know why people call me Nick. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. We're, that's the riddle. That's yeah. Uh, I read, riddle me that <laughs>
0: I read Batman right? Two Face, uh, Crime and Punishment. Um oh, yeah, that looked nineties. It was '90s, man. It was from 1995. It was very '90s, and it wasn't very good. It, it's kind of suggesting that Two Face is the way he is because he had an abusive father. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of like it's a little bit hackneyed. It's a little bit like, okay. yeah, this is the easy way that out. That looked. Isn't it? I mean, the art was terrible. Yeah, I thought. Um, all right, what else did I read? Oh, you read this? Did we talk about this when you talked about it? Batman: Broken City. By Brian D'Azarello, yeah, just, a little, bit. just uh, a little bit. I didn't like this one that much either. It it had a cool style that didn't necessarily fit Batman. Okay, he, he was um, he Batman was being written weird. Batman was being written with like a really sharp sense of humor. Okay, so you read it?
1: Yeah, I didn't really like it though.
0: Like Batman's like, oh, I think God and I share the same sense of humor. I'm like, you do? Yeah,
1: that's what I mean. It didn't. It I just don't think
0: so. I just didn't think it worked. Um, yeah, I didn't think it worked either. And then I read, is this the last Batman one I read? I've been reading a lot of Batman. I've been on a Batman kick, as you've seen yeah, seriously. since you've known me. Uh, this is Batman Joker's Asylum. I read volume one and two. Uh, they were both uh, they were both really good. Um, but I wouldn't suggest them to you. Oh. Because they're, okay. they're depressing. It's Each each issue, it, it, both volumes collect one issue. It's the Joker telling a story about a Batman rogue okay. um, while in Arkham Asylum. And guys, you might not be able to see this, but Nick is trying to figure out uh, how to drink successfully without <laughs> You're being in the desperate mic.
1: for these people to know how thirsty
0: I am. Um, so uh, it's it's they, there's a scarecrow story, there's a poison ivy story, there's a Riddler story. So each villain gets one story, but the villains tend to win and then get captured, oh. which makes them darker stories. Yeah, yeah. So Batman finds the uh, the Mad Hatter, but he's already killed two women. And Jeez. so it's just kind of like you you don't want these aren't like these aren't stories where we feel for the characters. Yeah. These aren't stories where Batman is super successful. It's just here's a little story about this character. Mm-hmm. However, the Killer Croc one of all stories kind of had a sad ending. Oh. He 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 kind of realized that the normal people were the real monsters. Mm. So <laughs> Dark Day. Yeah. Um, Dark Day Killer Croc. I think that's all the Batman I read. Okay. So I've been on I still have more Batman to read. Um, and then I've, I have other books to read. Okay. I've been trying to finish Jason, Jason Reynolds, long way long down. Way down yeah. It's just so depressing. Yeah. It's, I realize I, I have, I'm, I'm all uh, talk when it comes to wanting to read these depressing <laughs> books that I know I should cause they're good for me. Right. But then I open are, them up. And are I'm they? Like, I don't know. Reading
1: these depressing books.
0: Well, because they show you a different side of the world. Oh, okay. But now they're depressing. Yeah. Uh, that was my bookmark. Let's move on. Seriously.
1: Yeah. A long morning. All right. Well, let's take a look at some advanced notices. So we get we get a notification from publishers mm-hmm. when we've got uh, some of our more popular authors uh, producing some new works. And I've got a couple of doozies for you today. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start with large print today. And all right, these are advanced notices, yeah. They're advanced notices. So this we will have in large print in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. And all the things that we talk about in this section are things that we will definitely have yay, in the yay. library. So you have but to wait until they are released. Okay. Uh, this is called The Woman in the Woods by John Connolly. This is large print? Uh, yeah, it's large is this print. Is already out? In yep. Print? yep. It is out in standard print, yep. But this is oh. a new new large print title. Charlie Parker, number 16. i I'm not. <gasps> this is not a series I'm Ooh, familiar with. do you with. hear that? I do. Is that thunder? thunder? Ooh, exciting. Uh... The new well, the that's lightning. that's gonna go well. You know, we didn't talk about what we were going to talk about later, but a, a lot of mentions of rain. Oh yeah, so that'll that'll fit right in. All right, so the woman in the woods. Yes, uh, the new thrilling installment in John Connolly's popular Charlie Parker series. Charlie Parker aids the police when a buried, semi mummified body of a woman is discovered. She apparently died of childbirth. Mm. Parker has to find out who she was and what happened to the
0: child. Okay, yikes. Uh, I don't remember seeing this woman in the woods when it came out on the New York Times bestsellers list. Does Connolly not make? Does he not rank? Are
1: you, you're probably thinking of Michael Connelly, ah, who definitely ranks. ranks. But John Connolly is okay. not on that same level. All right. uh, next, and this is Sander Print from Jude Devereux. I have not read Jude Devereaux, but I've read Debbie McCumber. Never so ever. I get a little credit for that, I think. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they'd be flattered that I compared them. Right. Anyway, A Willing Murder by Jude yes. Devereaux. Uh, and this one is coming out, I think, even in September. So we've got a ways for this. Yeah, September. Um, New York Times bestselling romance author Jude Devereaux makes her debut in the world of mystery. Ooh. Interesting. With a story of old secrets, deadly grudges, and an improbable group of friends who are determined to uncover the truth regardless of the consequences. Right. Now, if I were a betting man, yes. I would guess there's going to be a little bit of romance. You think so? I think a little bit of romance. Yeah. Is going to sneak its way into the willing murder. Do you think if so. you were
0: a betting man, uh, you would say Jude knows our audience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would. <laughs> okay,
1: I think I would. And speaking of authors who know their audience, oh boy, Christine Feehan, you ladies have and gentlemen. For this. Oh, I have it. And you know what? I've been I've been giving you short summaries. No, no, you're getting all of the Dark Sentinel. Woo. This is book number. Care to care to venture a guess? And which number in the Dark series? Oh, this is? I should
0: know this. This is a carpathian novel i think it is yes 42
1: ah 28 you uh, overshot i overshot you overshot if Sorry, this was the carpathian. price is right you'd be out all right you'd be out yeah should have guessed book number one <laughs> in an explosive novel did i say that dark Sentinels? the title yeah. in an explosive novel from number one new york times best-selling author christine feehan a human woman see right there a human woman you know it's going to be good because yeah. she has to differentiate yeah. between A woman and Uh a human woman. Yeah. So that to me says we're going to meet some non-human women women. coming up. So grabs you right from the start. A human woman Uh ignites the desire of her Carpathian life mate and of an ancient vampire with a score to settle. Look, I've read probably 50 Star Trek books, so I've got no place to judge. True. So I'm just having a good time. With this book here, after the devastating loss of her entire family, ooh, now I'm having a less <laughs> good time. I'm having a less good time. Yeah. Uh, Lorraine Peters heads to the woods, searching for peace of mind and anything to quell the anger in her soul. Mm. Instead, she stumbles upon a scene of horrific violence, as one man lies helpless in the face of three attackers. I first read Headless, and I thought, you, Yeah, look out. That would make sense. But he's just helpless. Like the he's just helpless. Okay. Andor Katona's existence has been a harsh one. Living for centuries as a monk in the Carpathian Mountains, unable to find his life mate, he almost welcomes his release from a colorless and unfeeling world at the hands of the vampire hunters who have mistaken him for their prey. That is until a whirling ball of fury bursts onto the scene (laughs) determined to save him. So a cat? I guess the whirling ball of fury's name is Lorraine? Okay. Lorraine.
0: Yeah. Like an old 1950s sitcom. The husband comes home. Lorraine! L- Lorraine. Where, where's the spare ribs and don't spare the spare yeah. ribs? Okay. Where's the spare ribs, Lorraine? Keep, keep going.
1: <laughs> uh, That's the worst Flintstone quote I've ever Hey, heard. whatever. <laughs> in one glimpse, in one breath, uh-huh. Andor recognizes Lorraine as his life mate. Mm. But it'll take more than their telepathic connection. That seems like a pretty good start. Yeah. It'll take more than her telepathic connection to uh-huh. convince her of their immortal bond. Uh-huh. Lorraine is a lethal combination of cunning and courage, uh-huh. so much so that she captures the attention of a master vampire, one who has already lost what was once irreplaceable <sighs> to him, one who will strike with deadly precision at Andor in his ancient Carpathian comrades in a war to end all wars.
0: Um, all right. So I read like five Batman volumes.
1: While um, I was Batman comics, while I was reading no, this, no, okay.
0: but that that when I when you're explaining that, I'm like, I don't know who's who anymore. Yeah, like I I can I can map out like right. the Scott Summers like the yes. X Men characters relationships, but I you lost me halfway in this. Yeah, I'm like who's the Master Vampires who now? Yeah, who's so? Yeah, but I mean, how many did you say? Book number what?
1: Book number twenty eight. So Lorraine is both a human woman. Uh huh. And a whirling ball of fury. Right. She has a telepathic link with Andor. Uh huh. And he knows that she's his life mate and uh-huh. he has to convince her. Uh huh. But there's also a master vampire. Uh huh. So you have Andor, uh-huh. a Carpathian. Right. You have a master vampire who at this point is nameless. Right. And you have Lorraine, a whirling ball of human right. womanhood.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So you got a bit of a love triangle. Yeah.
0: yeah so anyway
1: that's coming out in september (laughs) uh if you so that's a couple of months so you only have 27 books leading up to this point uh and then you'll be able to to read the new one
0: yay so uh that's it for me for
1: my advanced notices where
0: are you in this series
1: in the dark series yeah uh i've i've read all that are out (laughs) i'm writing my own fan fiction okay but it's darker
0: yeah we always make fun of this and we really shouldn't because we're just glad anybody's reading anything absolutely Um, yeah but they definitely yes, love themselves.
1: I never. I don't like that mindset. And we've talked about this a little before where people are like, oh, that's stupid. You shouldn't waste your time yeah. reading that. Disagree. Yeah. I know? get that a
0: lot uh, doing the Teen Summer Reading Program. Yeah. I see a lot of kids like, oh, look, I'm checking out the Pokemon graphic novel. And the yeah. mom's like, oh, what a waste of time. And I'm like, you're a waste of time. <laughs> get out of my building. Because, um, yeah, that's yeah, crazy. I feel like
1: if you have a kid who's interested in
0: reading. Yeah
1: whatever it is yeah. you know just like go to that level and yeah. then they'll eventually yeah. but if they're picking up something off the shelf and then yeah. it's like no that's dumb and yeah. they leave with nothing yeah or they leave with something that they have no intention of opening mm. but yeah. it's true for adults too you know people just discount certain yeah. like you know all mysteries are stupid or whatever and,
0: yeah the bodice rippers you know like how can you I, read those? i guess like, I, I think know, like I can
1: read right i think like with all with all things there are levels you know like if if you're sitting down and like i'm not gonna pick up a star trek book even like a really good star trek book and think like yeah this is a great piece of literature right this this goes on the shelf with you know the grapes of wrath and and the great stories of our time no right but i like it you know what yeah. i mean so so anyway Boy, yeah. this should be a
0: Soapbox episode. Yeah, yeah. We could get into that again. I we think sure we, could. we've done graphic novel episodes. We yeah. can't tell you which episode, but you can right. find them all on yeah, SoundCloud. You can. SoundCloud.com so, slash all the books. Yeah, I mean, this one previously was a podcast, a graphic novel one for a while. Yeah. Until I finished those five back yeah, ones. Yeah, until you did. You want to do the New York Times bestsellers list? You want to yeah. see what's on the top 10 hardcover fiction? You know I do. Good news. Yeah. We can do that then. Oh, okay. So uh all right so wow that rain is actually i like thunderstorms because they remind me of jurassic park yeah uh but this one's a little scary i think it's because we're recording so we're stuck in the same place so if this window goes through i'm gonna be like do we keep recording yeah if a tree goes through this window do we keep recording the show must go on okay yeah you're right you're right what would queen do They would sing, the show must go on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Freddie Mercury would wear like the longest cape in the world. Wow. Anyway, so on the New York Times bestsellers list for the hardcover fiction, we have The Fallen by David Baldacci. I know him. Speaking of The Fallen, this was at number five last week or something. That Uh was at number 10. Sorry, David Baldacci. Uh Amos. It's
1: too bad because he's the memory man. So, you know, he remembers each step of that fall. Yeah, yeah.
0: This is a Amos Decker, who Amos is the Decker. memory man. Memory man. He puts his talents towards solving a string of murders. Hmm. Hmm. So, uh, All right, so what is next? The next one is called Before We Were Yours. Number
1: nine, Lisa Wingate.
0: Yep, uh, so this is the one about, oh my gosh, uh, I found some cover art, but it's huge. Okay. Um, this is the one about the uh, lawyer who goes to... Um, check out the orphanage and it turns out there's not good things happening at that orphanage Mm, mm -hmm. so yeah i remember that one that one sounds like you're gonna read it no it sounds dark your your contemporary your contemporary classics still happening Mm -hmm. so is this one that would end up there before we were yours it might a south carolina lawyer learns about the questionable practices of a tennessee orphanage okay yeah
1: yeah Uh, any of that
0: stuff is just depressing though you're talking about an orphanage you're talking about like
1: homeless children
0: yeah I mean, we could talk about the X-Men animated series where uh, we go to Cyclops' old orphanage. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Anyway, the next book is There, There by Tommy Orange. <laughs> I have no idea. Apparently, <laughs> this has I've been never... here for three weeks. What? but I don't remember seeing this. I've never heard of this. Uh, so, There, There by Tommy Orange. A multi-generational story exploring the plight of the urban Native American.
1: Huh. This is non-fiction? No, this is fiction. fiction. We're on the okay. fiction list, man. Well,
0: I thought so, but all right. Get with it. Get with I'm, it, no, I'm, with it. I'm with it. All right. Tommy Orange. Yeah, Thomas Orange. Thomas Orange. Oh, wait. No, it is Tommy. Tommy do Tommy. Think, do you think he prefers uh
1: Well, I think he put Tommy on the on the book cover there,
0: so. Yeah. Uh all right. So the next one is gonna be called When Life Gives You Lulu Lemons. Mm-hmm. So you're familiar with this one. We've yeah, talked about it. You
1: make Lulu lemonades. Y-
0: yeah, you say that. Yeah. Uh this is the uh, Devil Wears Prada. Yep. author. Did you ever read... And she is 4C? the memory man. She's, she's Correct. not. No. Mm, oh. uh, so Lauren Lauren Weisberger, Emily uh-huh. Charlton okay. plans... Do you want to say it? Do I want to say that she's a real Weisberger? Yeah. No. All right. It's been done. Emily Charlton plans a comeback from the suburbs. Okay. So uh, I haven't seen or read Devil Wears the Prada. The Devil Wears Prada? No. Yeah. Uh, nope. Most I know from it is um, The Office, mm-hmm. where Michael thought Meryl Streep was the like hero character and then he found out she was the villain like he was acting like great spoiler alert uh well it's just not that much of a spoiler oh okay all right uh next up you bought this but you haven't read it is that correct ruth wears the death of mrs westaway my wife is reading it she's reading it yep you you both bought it together with your joint we've joined our (laughs) finances yeah Yeah. we did that about 12 years ago okay so So, yeah so now you could say this is your book we
1: own yeah we yep all
0: right. Yep. Uh, the Death of Mrs. Westaway by Ruth Ware. Uh, a tarot card reader mistakenly receives an... Tarot. Imp- tarot? Yeah. Not tarot. Correct. Not tarot. Correct. Tarot, tarot, whatever it will be. False, will be. false, false. All right.
1: And that's case-arot, but C-
0: Case-tarot. Nope. All right, so it's tarot. Tarot. Why do we put letters where there shouldn't be? Why no. isn't it just T-A-R-O? Well,
1: I mean, letters have roots. I mean, words have roots. They mean things.
0: Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Anyway, I've been saying tarot card for about 32 years. Uh, This just in.
1: No one's surprised. (laughs) Back to you, Eric.
0: A tarot card reader mistakenly receives...
1: I can only hear you in here. Uh I didn't want you to think that I actually got like a message. Boy, I opened this up. It's like a swamp inside of these headphones. Yeah, man.
0: That's definitely something we wanted to share. (laughs) But it is hot in here. We can't turn the AC on unless... uh, uh, I'm trying to read this description, man. Uh, yes, Ruth hit, Ware. hit me. Ruth Ware. <laughs> a tarot card reader mistakenly receives an inheritance letter and attends the funeral of the deceased. Mm-hmm. So I uh, has, your, has your wife said anything about this?
1: Just that she's enjoying it.
0: Okay, so nothing about the plot or no, anything? No, we haven't really got into it. Well, I'm planning on reading it, so. Oh, so she can't tell you. Right. Unless you be a scared little reader being like, oh, no, this well, has been spoiled. It's not really, though. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> next up, guess what? It's Nora Roberts. That's a uh, a pen. Uh, that's a pen name for uh, J D Rob. J D Rob, yeah.
1: yeah. J D Rob is a dominant personality.
0: <laughs> do, you uh, I, do you think? Maybe. Do you think over the after years J D Rob has come over like I'm in charge now, yeah. Nora? She's like, no, yeah, stop it. Nora
1: wakes up. J D Rob gets the black lipstick, puts yep. it on. Yeah, I'm driving the ship now. Yeah. She Why does she sound like a smoker? Yeah. Probably, probably ate a lot of candy cigarettes yeah. as a kid. J D kid, Rob is a smoker.
0: Yeah. And Nora Roberts is like, please you're killing. Well it. that's
1: the persona. Right. I, I doubt that she would yeah. smoke. But... Yeah.
0: Nora Roberts slash JD Rob. They can't make any decisions without their coin. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yep. yeah. We're writing this as Nora. Yeah. Heads. Nope. Yep. Looks yep. like it's JD. So long, Eve Dallas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh Nora Roberts, shelter in place. Um, survivors... Oh, we've talked about this one. Survivors of a mass shooting outside a mall in Portland. Boy. Sorry, I don't. I didn't bring this up. All right. Develop different coping mechanisms. Yeah. That's it.
1: Like reading Nora Roberts books.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so, you have read J.D. Robb? No. Oh, okay.
1: We were going to do an Eve Dallas book on the... Uh, that's her In Death series. They're all, like, naked in death. Ooh. Scared in death. Hungry Ooh. in
0: death. Hey. Yeah. If... If you're ever in charge of my death, I would like to be naked in death. Pass. Okay. Anyway. Pass. Uh, next up, Tom Clancy, A Line of Sight by Mike. Uh, Who's this? Uh, Mike Madden. Mm. Do you want to say that thing you said last week about how successful Tom Clancy is right now? Yeah.
1: Post mortem, Tom Clancy is off the charts. All right. Doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't think that's what you said.
1: Mark Greeny was <laughs> writing these books. Yeah. And what I do, I do like Mark Greeny. Well, his the Gray Man books have kind of taken off, so he's just doing his own thing now. So they've got a new, Grant Blackwood was doing them for a while. Mm-hmm. Lots of different Tom Clancy. I mean, not co-authors, because Tom Clancy, right. he's dead.
0: Right. He's, he didn't make it. Right. So. so, yeah. So that's line of sight. I haven't read a Tom Clancy book since I was a teenager.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I've only read Hunt for Red October. Okay. So.
0: Um, right. And that, that's the only one you read. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have a few. No, I just have the one.
1: I have a couple. I have, like, Without Remorse, and I think I even have Patriot. Patriot? Game? Patriot, Patriot Games? Games, yeah.
0: Patriot game. What were you trying to say? Well I was I just was Patriot confusing game. it with Patriot Day. Oh Patriot Day. Yeah. That is which is a, else? a movie with Marky Mark. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> uh next up, Stephen King. The
1: Funky Bunch <laughs> wasn't in it. It was just Marky funky Mark. Funky Bunch it was wasn't in the Patriots Day movie. Just Marky Mark. Right. The no one about Boston yeah. bombing. Yes, yep. Okay. Fictionalized. Like he's he's not playing a real character. Right. So.
0: All right. Stephen Kings, the outsider, Mm. a detective investigates Mm -hmm. a seemingly wholesome member of the community when an 11-year-old boy's body is found. This member of the community, an ancient vampire, just moved into Salem's life, but he brought his dog, Cujo, to keep people away, but... The dog also has the shining right. power. That's and true.
1: And when he was taking the dog to the vet, he stood up his date for the prom, whose name was Carrie. Yeah, and she killed Things the dog. Things went crazy. And now he's buried it in a pet It went really cemetery. bad. That's right. So they traveled back in time to stop the JFK assassination.
0: In 11-22-63. They got
1: stuck on a bag of bones. Right. And
0: it just, got, woo, everything yep. went crazy. So. I'm glad you took that over, yeah. because after a while, I was like... Uh, this other book. Behind. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I could have come up with the another. Tommy <laughs> Knockers. <laughs> the Tommy, no- yeah, that's where I would have gone. Uh, you know what? The what? way we we the way we finish each other's uh, sentences and yes. help each other with bits. We're Go kind on. of like Ellen Hildebrand's the perfect couple.
1: You're right. Well, you know, it has been 150 episodes. <laughs> Mine is red. Yeah, I know. Mine's Weird. silver. Yeah. So, wait, are these 4th of July? No, no. Mine is silver because it's designed to kill a vampire. Uh, darn it. A werewolf. A werewolf.
0: Hey, you know no. Right. I'm sleeping. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Nobody. Come down. Oh. oh, good. We were having some mic troubles earlier, and <laughs> luckily his mic is still working good. after that. But he, okay. did, he was going to get up. I, yeah. yeah. I was going to have to vamp yep. higher and this just, by I'm myself. I'm just going to take some of this water. <laughs> all okay. right, the perfect couple, new this week by Ellen Hildebrand. Yep. Oh my gosh, this is different than what I thought it was going to be. A body is found in the Nantucket Harbor hours before a picture-perfect wedding. Mm. Wait, how would they know that the wedding was picture perfect if this <laughs> happened beforehand? <laughs> That's true. They're like, "Darn it!" Yeah, we had a
1: picture-perfect wedding. For schedule. all they
0: know, it could have started raining.
1: Yeah, no, was any of those a Carpathian life
0: mate? In the picture-perfect in wedding? the picture-perfect wedding, you know, was this I a Carpathian? Say, there wasn't. Mm. Because it, w- it was the daytime.
1: Do you think the murder was perpetrated by Lazmat? Oh yeah. Traveled to another planet for Kara and Lazmat with from... their current yeah. gifts, powers.
0: It's K- it's Karen. No, Changers hello, again.
1: yes. I've just disrupted a picture perfect wedding.
0: Well We found a body earlier. Uh,
1: With apologies to Veronica Roth. Yeah. What's that? Carve the Mark. Carve the Mark. Carve the
0: Mark and something else. Something else. It's the sequel. I cannot remember. Yeah,
1: which they're now calling a duology.
0: Yeah, it is a duology, man. That's what happens when you write a trilogy (laughs) and they tell you to shrink it down to two books because the first one didn't sell much. Yeah, Yeah. Shalane Woodley was not interested. No. She's like, don't call me. The fates divide,
1: everyone. That's (laughs) book two in the Lazmat duology.
0: Yeah, but it has nothing to do with... Number one on the New York Almost Times bestsellers nothing. list. nothing. Uh, the President is Missing by <laughs> Bill Clinton and James Patterson. James Patterson. So The President is Missing. Are you a bad enough dude to rescue him? Hmm. Sorry, that's a reference. That's an old Nintendo reference. Do you know have bad dudes? No. Where it's like, the president has been kidnapped by ninjas. Are you a bad enough dude to rescue that him? That sounds so much fun. Yeah. I, I don't think this book has anything to do with that.
1: You know, uh, I've never heard James Patterson speak, but I watched them, him and Bill Clinton on The Daily Show. And it was uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> because they're like talking about the book, and then Trevor Noah's like, you know, let's talk about Me Too and like Monica Lewinsky and stuff. And James Patterson's just like,
0: mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, <laughs> he's like, mm-hmm. you can feel this one, <laughs> Bill. <laughs>
1: Why don't you take this one? I yeah. wrote a book called Alex Cross. No, we're not interested. We want to hear about, <laughs> yeah, want to hear about this
0: guy. Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, if if James Patterson is gonna team up with Bill Clinton, yeah, he's. He's going to have to learn to take a few punches he's, right now. Yeah, he's going to have to. So he's going to yeah. have to learn to uh, pass a few questions yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, he's so. just he's doing pocket yeah. Sudoku. He's got yeah. a pencil and yeah. got his cheaters on. Yep. Right, right. It, he, uh, he, did, he didn't have to deal with those questions when it was Maxine Pietro and Mm-mm. his other co-authors. So. No,
1: no. But no one wants to talk to Maxine Pietro. You want a Pietro. big name
0: like Bill Clinton?
1: I, you know, you know? I, I'm going to have to read this book. I know, man. It's just sticking on the number right, one spot. Here. I'll
0: read... Uh, and the description is funny. Okay. Oh, I, I think they took it out of the description right here. But oh. President Jonathan Duncan takes on adversaries at home and abroad. But if we remember, this is the president who's also a widower. A widower. Yeah. yeah. So a little bit of a Mary Sue on uh, Bill Clinton's side, yeah, I, I guess think. so. Jeez Louise. Um, but anyways, how do you... Uh, so you're going to read this. Question.
1: I mean, I don't want to, but Question. I, just,
0: I feel like... It's you, have a, you have a time machine. Okay. And you're also a hmm. big publisher. Is this, should you I have James Patterson? Should we
1: get Brando Sando on the phone and Yeah, we, Alton you, you, and you have Brando or? Sando. Okay. Okay.
0: time traveling uh, uh, matrix. B- yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so him, uh, y- you can go back in time. Yeah, you can get one president, but it has he has to write with James Patterson. Hmm. Can you think of somebody better? He has for to j- write with James Patterson. Can you think of an, a president that's a better fit for James Patterson than Bill Clinton?
1: Hmm. I mean, I would go with the Jimmy Carter. Uh huh. He just seems personality you think Jimmy wise. Jimmy Carter
0: is better for James Patterson. Yeah, I think wow. he, I think he'd get along better than like JFK. He'd get along.
1: That or Millard Fillmore. Those uh, are the okay. two. Okay, so. those are my
0: two options. All right. Well, there you go.
1: I, you know what? Before we move on, I would like to just read. I would like to read the the opening to this book.
0: Okay. Yes.
1: Chapter one, <laughs> of the president is missing. Okay. Thursday, May tenth. Jeez. Jesus. <laughs> Chapter one. All right. The House Select Committee will come to order. The Sharks... (laughs) The sharks are circling, their nostrils twitching at the scent of blood. Thirteen of them, to be exact. Eight from the opposition party and five from mine. Oh, first person. First person alert. Oh, okay. Sharks against whom I've been preparing defenses with lawyers and advisors. I've learned the hard way that no matter how prepared you are, there are a few defenses that work against predators. At some point, there's (laughs) nothing you can do but jump in and fight back. Don't do it, my chief of staff, Carolyn Brock, pleaded again last night as she has so many times. You can't go anywhere near that committee hearing, sir. You have everything to lose and nothing to gain. Mm-hmm. You can't answer their questions, sir. It will be the end of your
0: presidency. And How, it was.
1: How's that doing for you?
0: Uh, fine. I mean, I it sounds like, it. like a... No, you don't like it. No. Okay. I didn't like it. It sounds so action-packed. No, I don't know.
1: But it's all just like... Look at that. Everything to lose, nothing to gain. It's yeah. a lot of like poppy phrases.
0: But you do, sometimes you do.
1: You have something to lose?
0: Well, you have something to lose and something nothing to gain. gain. Yep. Or the vice versa. You have everything to gain, know. everything to lose? I don't, I don't know. know. I know the writing's on the well, wall. Sooner yeah. or later,
1: I'm going to have to be like, well, I read The President is Missing. Yep. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe. Who knows?
0: So what's <laughs> yeah, the anyway. last James Patterson book you liked?
1: Hmm. Oh. Uh, Riddle me <laughs> Murder
0: House. I, I kind of liked Murder okay. House.
1: I've been disappointed with the NYPD Reds right. the last couple of times. So. And then...
0: Next question. Yes. What's the last Bill Clinton book you liked?
1: Hmm. I did read the first hundred pages of the Bill Clinton autobiography, thousand-page mm-hmm. book. I read the first hundred pages. Thousand pages? Yes. Jeez, Bill. it's a brick. And he's house. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he just name drops every single person he's ever met. He's he got like, to man. I was at a Waffle House with Chuck Garrity. Yeah. Who's Chuck Garrity? I made it up. Does oh. it sound like somebody he'd hang out with? Yeah.
0: I guess I would have said like Phil Hartman. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be <laughs> yeah. interesting. But then you'd be like, I want to read that book now. Yeah,
1: seriously. So. I want to read a, a road trip. All right. Uh, you want to be Oh, gonna... oh. Mm-hmm. okay. Kind of like The Lifeguard Lawyer.
0: Okay. Yeah. I we're guess... back onto what James yeah. Patterson books you like. I guess yeah.
1: maybe it was um, uh, Murder mur-house. House. Yeah. Murder yeah. House, yep.
0: It's a murr house. A murr house. No, well, murder that's, house. That's a
1: house that's half house, half fish. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey would a murder house just be a house that you keep a bunch of crows in Ravens I, yeah. crows? crows which one is it's a murder of crows yeah yep it's a what of ravens yeah I don't what do know. you call ravens slaughterers it's a slaughter of ravens Jeez. <laughs> I just assume the the scarier the bird goes the scarier <laughs> the group goes yeah it's, what's the difference between a raven and a crow Ravens tell stories oh okay yeah all right is that it <laughs> still just uh, number yeah. one bill clinton yeah. sorry man
1: james patterson that's yeah. all we got
0: well if it makes you feel any better this episode is going long
1: it does make me feel better okay thanks yeah no problem uh well we want to talk today about Segment how, time. that's right we want to talk today about how people read what yeah. their what their go-to situation mean, yeah. is yeah. um do you want to you want to share some uh user responses before we get into how you and i do this
0: yeah why don't you start one Okay. You, so we put this out on Twitter. We put this out on our uh, library Facebook page. What's, I how do they find our to. library Facebook page? Well,
1: it's David A. Howe Public Library on Facebook. You can interact with all the books there. Or uh, on Twitter, yep. you can do all the books show or DA Howe Library. We also have that that yeah. we respond to. Uh, and you can email us at wellsville at stls.org. and of course find the podcast at soundcloud.com slash all the books. All the books. So we put this out. Um, what's what do you like to do? Do you like music? How do you like to? What do you like to sit? Time do day? Like to, yeah. a of day? Yeah. Couple responses. The first coming from friend of the show, Queen of Halloween, recent newlywed, uh, Sally? Sally Jacoby Murphy. Yeah. She says utter silence, Jeez. ideally on a weekend morning.
0: Hey, is that a bit scary? That she likes that to read utter silence? Yeah.
1: I was actually surprised about how many of these responses, and we're not going to get to mm-hmm. them all, but how many of them said that, that they okay. just like silence. Yeah. But there you I, go. apparently Sally does. All right. Shout out to Sally and Sarah. Hope you're enjoying North Carolina.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Kendra on Facebook says, they like to be as comfy as possible, usually curled up in bed on a rainy day, mm. like today. It's raining right now. Uh, unfortunately, that usually means I sleep more than I read. I see. That, them's, them's the breaks. Okay. No, not them's the breaks. What am I trying to say? That's that that's what happens, sure, <laughs> okay, anyway, uh
1: let's see, let me pull another one mm-hmm. here uh brad on facebook says Uh, brad "Uh, also i don't read with music on interesting sometimes a sporting event on the tv that i'm following only casually uh i'm less and less able to read in bed as i either find it uncomfortable or once the covers come up i just want to go to sleep Mm. he says the perfect situation for him is a quiet environment and an alert physical state a comfy chair (laughs) an open-ended length of time Mm -hmm. and a nice little snack and a cup of tea did they say an alert physical state yeah because otherwise if you're too
0: comfy you're like not Oh, uh, okay i yeah. thought they were like Who's i get that? it i get Who's it out there? yeah they're right
1: on the edge yeah. on the edge of their seat yeah <laughs> well uh, what about you
0: oh okay uh we're getting on to me then yeah yeah all right where do i like to read i like to read actually you're not gonna you probably won't buy this but i like to read in public Really, I like to read at like exhibitionist. a exhibitionist. Yeah, I'm an exhibitionist. I like to stand up on stage. What's
1: he doing, Harold? <laughs> He's, He's reading. Right. Look away.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I like Harold's to... a high talker. Did you notice that? Yeah, kind of a high voice. Yeah. But... Um, I like to read like at a restaurant. Okay. At a, I, the best, the most, the the best focus for me is when I'm at restaurant eating. Yeah. But I don't have to worry about the food. Uh-huh. because some you know it's being so not at home not right. at my kitchen table but right. I'm like where's my chili oh i gotta make yeah. it and all this stuff like just all i have to worry about is saying yeah i'll have another pepsi nice um so i like you found
1: a restaurant around here that refills your drinks
0: sometimes okay yeah Sometimes they refill too much. Share so the like, magic. After like seven Pepsis, I'm like, no, no, yeah. no more. I can't.
1: <laughs> then you like reading in the bathroom. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, <laughs> so
0: yeah, I like reading at like restaurants. Okay. Because I have, I can't fall asleep. Right. I'm sitting up. Well, it's frowned upon. You shouldn't sleep in uh, restaurants. Especially on my lunch breaks because then yeah. I'm like, I have an hour yeah. to read this. And I can usually... Dig it. Down in Florida, um, I was in walking distance for mm-hmm. a couple of restaurants. Um, and I, I would just go and uh, read during those. And it would be like I had a different book every week because of that whole situation. Oh, yeah.
1: Now, you're not an audiobook guy. You don't like the audiobooks.
0: Uh, I've tried it. I've done it a few times uh, using Audible um, Mm -hmm. in my car. I, I don't know if I picked the wrong books. I mean, I did pick some really good books that I ended up liking. But yeah, anything longer than like an eight-hour book, yeah. I'm done. And usually that's because, like, I'll listen to it on the road trip. But usually, well, like... Well, see, that's what I like about using Libby or Overdrive because right. you can put it up to, like, 1.2 speed.
1: Yeah, and I did you that. can't really, like, even yeah. tell the difference. That's how know? I finished the audiobook that of uh, Huck Finn. Oh,
0: okay. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Wow. Twice speed. It's a lot of racism so fast. Yeah, it really was. It really... <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I, tried, I tried audiobooks for a while, but okay. I realized after, like, an hour as well, I'm like, no, I got to turn this off. And the problem is... I read in my head faster than they read in the book. Okay. So I get kind of like, uh, I get impatient. Yeah, yeah. So, I yeah. would never like for audiobooks. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna
1: like just sit down on a couch and put an audiobook on. Right. But I like to like, mm-hmm. like when I'm getting re- dressed in the morning or in the shower or something, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have an audiobook playing. Right. Or sometimes on my commute or whatever. Yeah. Um When I'm like doing other things. Right. Um, where's the? I like to have an audiobook. Where's the location you most like to read? Well. I don't think I have one. You know how some people some people say like, oh, I can sleep anywhere, you know, wherever I they know. want. Um, that's like me in books. Yeah. I don't really have a set. Like I've got to be in my beanbag chair. I just pretty much have a book with me wherever I go. And anytime I can like grab a couple of minutes, I do it. Right. So there's not really a set place.
0: Okay. Um, do you, all right, so next question. Oh, okay. Do you listen to music, yes or no? Yes. Yes.
1: Yes, this is where my wife and I, diverge because she does not like having music on especially anything with like words Mm. she just like splits her focus too much right it doesn't
0: bother me at all okay and i would always prefer to really so you can listen to the beatles and read yeah and one won't distract you from the other right wow um i i listen to music when i'm home okay but i put on uh video game remixes okay because they don't they tend not to have lyrics so i can listen to music without lyrics um but yeah once, that's what i typically do once i put on something with lyrics i i real i can't focus on the book maybe i keep say. changing um and the re- the reason i pick video game music over like movie music mm-hmm. is because video game music tends to be more atmospheric yeah and it tends to also blend in the background a little bit more because yeah. that's what its main purpose is right it's meant to be able to be enjoyed on a loop yeah um and to that's smart like, create kind of like an atmosphere that doesn't annoy you. So mm-hmm. even in remix form, it tends to be... So I tend to get stuff from overclocked remix okay. um, and put that on and it's just...
1: Yeah, that's that's smart because I, I have a lot of movie music mm-hmm. and the downside of that is mm-hmm. that you'll have stretches where it's like almost you can't hear it right. at all. Then it's like... Bah, bah, bah,
0: bah, bah. Yeah, a John you Williams' know. one is not a good. No. A good I'll listen to that Star Wars weird. music when I read Star Wars comics. I do that too. But uh, I do that too. Putting on like uh, the Indiana Jones soundtrack when you're reading, it's like it's you know that, Ooh, and then it's like, yeah, bah, 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 yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think movie scores tend to try to stand out a little bit more yeah. than those. But that's true. So, uh, so that can that's a keep good point
1: me about me. video game music. I never thought of that. I mean, that is its purpose.
0: Yeah, you know. So uh, Lisa says. Uh, she said, uh, the same as Kendra, minus the rain, mm. although it makes uh, that it makes it better. Best reading is done with no background noise. Nighttime mm. reading, due to work schedule. Mm. So I...
1: And Lisa's an owl. Is that correct? Lisa, Lisa's an owl. An actual owl. Uh, yes. Okay.
0: So she doesn't... Uh, Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> she reads by the moonlight. Yeah. Um, yeah, with the field
1: mouse dangling from sheesh.
0: her beak. Um, I also read in bed. That... Reading in bed is one of the even uh, at 1 a.m. If I'm getting in bed at 1 a.m., I still need to read something. Oh yeah, I to do to get too. me to sleep. Yep. Um, and there's the difference is if I read a graphic novel while in bed, I can finish the graphic novel and then turn off the light. Mm-hmm. If I'm reading a novel or uh, any other type of book, I tend to be like, oh, I gotta stop here, yeah. or oh, the book just falls. Last yeah. time I was reading The R- Witcher in bed, I, <laughs> I woke up and like, where the Kindle's on me? Right. What's happened? So graphics, I can finish. Uh, but books books will definitely put me to sleep mm. at, at night. So. Uh, well, here's another on, on Facebook. Facebook user Nikki says,
1: with classical music or movie scores. Mm-hmm. So another vote for that. Okay. Uh, and here's one I think we could all agree with. Sounds pretty good. Facebook user Melody says, she has a large bay window in her bedroom with a swivel Ooh. rocker
0: and lots of natural light. So she's living the dream. She's that sounds got, great. She's got the... Uh, that dream reading yeah. nook yeah. that everybody Pretty everybody much. wants to what have. What she described kind of
1: seems like where the emperor's chair is though in, yeah. in Star Wars. Start, in Return you know, of the Jedi, he turns around, and swivels and he's around holding the book and he's like you. He's want reading this. a book.
0: He's got life of pie on his knee. Yeah. Yeah, life of pie. <laughs> um yeah. Now. My wife's dream is to have like a reading nook, but the way she uh is able to stay awake yeah. While reading a, a reading nook in the sun, she'd yeah. be like a cat. She'd just be out. Right. So uh, I don't necessarily need a reading nook. In fact, if I'm lying down, forget it. That's that's no good. I tend you to know like what? consider it forgotten. Uh, I prefer to be like if I'm sitting in a chair at home. Yeah. I can't be like. Leaning. I gotta. Anyway, I don't yeah. know. Uh, Laureen says, "Curled up in my comfy chair with a good reading light. Makes sense. Knees kicked over the arm, and classic l- music playing softly in the background. See, I like that. The, the knees yep. kicked over the. Uh, that's how I read it in chair. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we got another one
1: here from uh, Classical Facebook, music. Facebook user Amy agrees with us. My um, front porch in the summer, and every night I read in bed before I go to sleep. That's probably pretty common. Yeah, reading in bed. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah, you know that is a place where I time, do. Yeah. I'm not a big e-reader. I mean, mm-hmm. I do occasionally. Uh, I do like to have an e-reader in bed because mm-hmm. it's just so much more flexible. Have we done
0: an episode on print versus
1: digital? I don't think so. We should do that. You soon. shouldn't actually if if a screen is like luminescent. Up, yeah. That's not good. Yeah. My I have an old school nook like the kinds we circulate here yeah. and they don't light up. So it's just like looking at a page. My mom But I do find if I'm reading mm-hmm. if I'm reading on a tablet before
0: bed I have to like
1: do something else to kind of reset
0: my mom got me a kindle when i graduated yeah uh and it was it's just a kindle uh like paper Mm -hmm. white so it doesn't it doesn't light up either so that's what i use if i use my ipad yeah i have to turn the brightness all the way down and use the light mostly so i tend not to read off my marvel unlimited app Mm. in bed the libby app has a couple different
1: settings Mm -hmm. you can do like a sepia toned where Mm -hmm. it's like browns Mm -hmm. Uh, and you can do one that's like black back and white Mm -hmm. font that's usually Mm -hmm. the one i do at night if i do it at all but
0: how have we gone 150 episodes just me oh that's fine that's fine no okay no, I- okay uh, how have we got 150 episodes without doing digital versus it's a good question we got a good that question um, that would be
1: a good poll you know what mm-hmm. this is not a place but we totally forgot uh i put up a poll last week on twitter because yeah. the question came up whether or not i should watch bob's burgers so let me just tell you the results of the i saw poll. yeah uh and it's not looking good now can I tell you good?
0: what? I voted no as well. Did you? Yes. Interesting. I don't think you'd like it. You don't think I'd like it? But
1: Well, it's 71% voted nah, bro. Yeah. 29% voted do it
0: now. Yeah. Um, I so. think I think the people who said do it now yeah. are people that like Bob's Burgers. Right. But the 73% know that you just leave like, oh, I hate Bob's You don't hate it. But you, I don't know. I don't think you'd like it. Okay. i don't know if uh the well humor i said that i would yeah i'm a, How you, do you know feel I'm bound. about Kristen uh skagel skull oh no I yeah, don't like her she's, she's a big part oh no okay so that decides it
1: <laughs> but i was already
0: yeah you were already
1: so i guess i guess i do you know like couch with, lamp, couch with a lamp records on uh, i do like to have tea when i read but Gee. i mean since i've been like a teenager mm-hmm. people would always be like why are you bringing a book you're not gonna have any time to read but you know what I do have
0: time. I know. I, I, I had do a babysit for you uh, for a little bit yesterday, yeah. so you could leave. And you had a book, and you were going to see a movie. Yeah. And you had your wife. Yeah. You Had your wife, but you still had a book.
1: Well, I grabbed her book too. Okay. Just in case we had yeah. some time, we were going to sit in yeah. Starbucks or something. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but I do.
0: You're also the guy who went to a Super Bowl party and watched the uh, Lo- Lois and Clark yeah. Yeah. marathon on your portable television. I did. Yeah. So I don't think you're. And
1: thanks to the new digital age, that portable television is just a coaster now. Yeah. Sorry. Can man. do anything.
0: Yeah, but you're not somebody who'd be like, oh, is this person going to think I, I'm concerned they're not entertaining enough? If I've enough? said it once,
1: I've said it a million times, there were no DVDs in the 90s, okay? <laughs> I know. You watch a Lois and Clark marathon or when you don't happens. see those episodes yeah. ever again. I get it, man. Maybe in the summer. Yeah. You don't know.
0: Yeah, this could be a- uh, I stand by it. This could be a I stand by what I did. This is a rabbit trail but I was thinking about Smallville and why I liked it a lot more when I was watching it on TV. Yeah. And it's the repeats because mm. the repeats, you still watch them, even though you've watched them earlier, you yeah. still watch them again on Sunday. Right. And by rewatching the same episodes, the seasons feel longer Yeah, and you feel like you're spending more time with the characters. Interesting. So I, you're right. I mean, the reruns are important Yeah. because that's when you watch like a show, sometimes, uh, binge when you binge it you're yeah. like oh we don't really spend any time with this character yeah but if you keep watching the same episode yeah I yeah mean, you kind of lose, you
1: lose that feeling of like oh i remember this one yeah you know what i mean yeah anyway so, that has nothing to do with what we're talking yeah. about yeah cj shara wrote a lois and clark novel i'm gonna tie it back into books okay yeah. that way which we have in our collection all right
0: so we've done so i like reading mine during the day yeah. on, at lunch yeah uh I can't read in the car. Anywhere,
1: any place. Yeah, you're anywhere. It doesn't anyplace. bother me in the car. Yeah. My wife can't. If yeah. if I'm like, hey, what does that say on the ground? And she like reads something. She like, <laughs> says like, two words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 She hey, can't. Yeah. You're she like can. a robot. Thank you. Pro-
0: program to be able to read anywhere. Yeah, you, like everybody else, they feel yeah. the bumping of the car, but your robot vision yeah. locks on the book yeah. and nothing else is moving. Yeah. So Everything you're saying is true. <laughs> okay. I can't, uh, I mean, it's I can't deny it. So uh, yeah. any more... I mean, we had a lot, oh, and they sure. were still coming. Sure, yeah, there are so. lots
1: more. They're still kind of rolling in. Um, Throw another one you, out. You got a good one you want to end on? or are you? No, you go ahead. Here, okay. Well, Amy, uh, another. This is a good one. A different Amy on on uh, Facebook says, "Outside by the pool or ocean side." Pool or and ocean. Side. Yeah, and that kind of goes with the mm. the rain thought too, because yeah. I I also like that like
0: water. So reading at the beach. Sound. Reading at the beach, uh, a beach read. I can't do that. Yeah. Because I like the beach. Yeah. And so I'm going to go in the water. Um, I think I've tried before too. Yeah. Um, I can read outside. I like it. I tend to get a little bit more tired yeah. uh, reading outside. I mm-hmm. think the sun, even if I'm in the shade.
1: Do you know that that's, that's a lot of the reason why trade paperbacks, the small paperbacks, mm-hmm. are printed on the rough kind of paper they are so that the sun doesn't glint off them? Oh. Hardcover books are printed on more a more glossy page, right. which does reflect. Mm-hmm. But the paperbacks are designed mm-hmm. to be read you know, anywhere okay. so that you don't get a lot of like light bouncing back in your face. Hmm. Fun fact, the more you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, I wish I could read like at the pool mm-hmm. or the beach, mm-hmm. but I just want to be in the water. I see. So yep. I don't know, you know, yep. where else. Because you're so
1: buoyant, right? I'm not. I oh. sink like a stone. Oh. I have
0: no body fat. Okay. sends me to the bottom of the mm-hmm. ocean. If you see mm-hmm. me out in the deep water. If he's down there at the bottom. And I'm flailing. Yeah. Come and rescue me. Yeah. Because this is not a joke. Not a drill. It's not a game. And I'm no. not, I'm not swimming to safety. No. <laughs> I'm slowly sinking. Yeah. <laughs> and if I reach the bottom... Yep. That's it.
1: You're thinking of all of the Street yeah. Fighter games you won't be able to play.
0: When when I was a camp counselor one summer, yes. we were in the pool and I had about eight kids latched onto me <laughs> uh, because I was in the water and they're all latched onto me. And it's a recipe for success. So what, they, what they're what they doing is they're dragging me to the deep end of the pool. Okay. And so I'm a camp counselor. So I'm in my 20s. Yeah. I, you're talking about like 22-year-old. Yeah. And I'm yelling, stop it. I can't swim. You're going to kill me. Like, you can swim. It's, you're joking. <laughs> and I'm like, and like, they're dragging me. And you'd, you'd be laughing hysterically if uh, you were I would rescue this. you, Eric. I would I'm rescue you. I'm on my you. tiptoes, head above the water. You're like, this is it. My death is going to be at the hands of these eight six-year-olds yeah. drowning me in this pool. Yeah. Luckily, the friend I was camp counseling with came over and started throwing. The <laughs> no, kids you off. fools! <laughs> yeah. he's basically like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Help!" But I um, yeah, uh, little Timmy almost dragged me to the almost deep end. that day. I imagine yep. they would have like latched onto my legs and just yep. slowly had me sink to the bottom. Probably. Anyway, this isn't about how we read. This it is about sure, how you dragged sure me. <laughs> well, thank you to our listeners for all yeah. their many responses, yeah. and sorry we couldn't get to them all. Yeah,
1: keep them coming though. Maybe we'll check in in a future it's, episode. It's
0: always interesting to me when people describe what they like to do like they like to read in the most like cliche things like oh this really happens like people do really have reading notes right and they do like reading while it's raining in this thing and you hear that and like oh that's just like that cliche like Mm -hmm. book nerd like give me a good book and a sunspot and i'll be all right today sir (laughs) Uh, so this is tom holland (laughs) yeah this is this is tom holland
1: (laughs) movies spider-man um
0: so yeah Okay. Let's move on. Library news. Let's
1: do it. Well, of course, it's a summer reading program, so we've got a million things, so I'm just going to hit you with the highlights. Uh, I already mentioned that we're reading uh, High Fidelity for the Page Turners Book Club, and we're going to show the movie with John Cusack, 7 p.m. on Tuesday, July 10th, Uh, and then we're going to turn around and show the movie Rock Dog (laughs) as part of our uh, summer reading program on uh, July 16th at 3.30. So the book clubs are currently reading High Fidelity, Uh Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. And uh, starting tomorrow, we'll pick up uh, Tess Gerritsen's "Playing with Fire." Ooh, this is a standalone; not. it's it's not one of her Rizzoli and Isles books. Uh-huh. And of course, we Do you have know our. When you yes. play with me, you yeah. play with fire. Hmm. I'd heard that. Yeah, I heard that. That's a Rolling.
0: That's a Rolling Stone song.
1: Everybody. Oh, okay. Sorry.
0: Well, you can't. You can't know. Yeah. No. Uh, no you can't always going. get what you want.
1: Uh, <laughs> we have we have an author visit. We're capping it with a with an author visit from Wendy Corsi Staub. She is coming uh, on August 2nd. It's a six o'clock visit. Uh, we'll have books for sale. We're going to be doing some raffles. If you don't have any of her books, we're going to raffle some off and you'll be able to uh, uh, do get, win a book that way or you can buy them Yay. right here. Uh, we'll have a bookseller here yeah. set up to do that. So, again, that is 6 p.m. on August 2nd. So, we hope you join us for That's that. That's a Friday. It's a Thursday. That's a Thursday. Okay. Yep.
0: Um, all right. Library news here as well. We're doing our teen programs, our teen summer reading program. Lots of fun stuff. Tuesdays, we got our Tuesdays Arcade. That's a pretty... It. I made this look like a real arcade. It sounds like a real arcade, man. Yeah. All the video games blasting against each other. You can't hear yourself think. All you can do <laughs> is dance to those DDR arrows, mm-hmm. uh, play some Mario Kart, and get on some Shovel Knight. Yeah. So we bought a sweet basketball hoop, too. And that thing is loud, too. So it just... It's, it's a cacophony of digital noise, and mm-hmm. it, it made me very nostalgic to yeah. be in that room. Be like, I'm home. I've done this. <laughs> uh, Wednesdays, we have our anime club, our teen anime club. We're watching a whole bunch of different shows um, uh, that we're watching. I'm trying to think of one. That, oh, we're watching My Hero Academia, which is one we have tons of manga of As well as black clover, which is also very popular. So mm. that's what's going on on Wednesdays. Thursdays are crafts. Last Thursday, we did dino plaster footprints. So you made Play-Doh dinosaur foot feet, and then you poured plasters over them, and it formed a dinosaur dino footprint. footprint. So pretty I made exciting. a T-Rex. It did not look good. No. My wife made an ankylosaurus. It did look pretty good. Thumbs up. So and um, on Friday, we're showing... What are we showing this Friday? Early man, mm-hmm. which is the Wallace and Gromit people. Yeah. Or uh, who's the sheep?
1: Sean the Sheep. Sean the Sheep. Yeah. So
0: I guess he's kind of their big thing at now. the moment. Yeah. sure, Yeah. But this this is a movie they did. Uh, Tom Hiddleston's in it. Oh. Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones is hmm. in it. Interesting. So it's about cavemen going to play soccer with some other people. Anyway, this is our teen summer m- movie at three thirty. Three thirty every Friday. Every Friday, yeah. So yeah. next week I can't. We'll we'll talk about it then. We will. Uh, also, we're offering free voice lessons to teens. That's cool. Uh, on Mondays. Mm-hmm. So those are half hour lessons taught. Mm-hmm. So by if you want
1: to learn impressions. You can come and learn how to do yeah, like yeah. this is a Rodney Dangerfield. This is a Chris Walken. Yeah, My yeah, kids
0: are always coming in like, how yeah. do I finalize yeah. my Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield? Is like, I,
1: I can't believe it. Like, you know, you got to get a little lower, yeah. a little bit more guttural, yeah. you know. Yeah, but
0: that's important. Yeah. Those voice lessons are actually for uh, singing. Oh, but, really? Yeah, hmm. not. And I guess you could sing as Rodney Dangerfield. Disappointing, right?
1: Yeah, you could. All right. So
0: those are the teen programs we're running, and then we have lots of other stuff going on. Uh, what else do we have going on? Uh, we didn't mention this at the beginning, but we are—we're live streaming this yeah, episode. We are. It doesn't matter to people who are listening to it on the Angelica Radio. That's you right. guys are listening to it on the radio, so that's a whole nother level. That's cool. Uh, shout out to everyone in the chat. We haven't been able to talk to them chat-wise oh. because this is our first one. Yeah. But the chat's been very active. Hello, HG editor. Hello, Valens and Irony Golem, uh, and everybody else I'm missing. Grouser. Oh. Okay. Uh, hey friends. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in for this as well. So there we go. Now yeah. Now, now Angelica's like what? Well, uh, finally Eric yeah. put
1: a shirt on, so that's been a real benefit. Yeah. Of, uh, because we, of we were doing a live this. stream. Yeah.
0: So the plan is to do. The live stream on a regular basis Yep. so we probably got to schedule it a little bit better we started okay. at 2:30. what else we got is that it
1: yeah I think that's all it. right well I do want to thank uh, the the, the Wellsville Daily Reporter or the spectator uh, the reporter Ed Lindenke for coming interviewing yes. us and uh, doing, newspaper. doing a lovely uh, a write-up about the show hitting uh, 150 episodes and you can find that in all of our <laughs> <laughs> we posted that on our social media of course you can just go to the WellsvilleDailyReporter.com and find it there as well too but our thanks for that our thanks for our listeners for the support they've given us over Hundred fifty episodes. And yeah. Continue to listen, share, yeah. rate, tell your friends. Yeah, stick around. We got yeah. more to come.
0: Yeah. Hey everybody, we've been great. <laughs> isn't that the thing you say? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. guess I shouldn't say isn't that the thing you say. After no, you it? probably should. All right, you that close cuts us it. out. <laughs> All
1: right. Good night, everyone. <laughs>